What's shaking fire nation JLD here and welcome to episode 1390 of EO fire where I interview today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week and fire nation. Our newsletter is simply the bomb. That's where I share my latest and greatest in the world of entrepreneurship. So just head over to eofire.com. You can subscribe or just text the word EO fire to 33444. Now let's chat with our featured guests today, Tim and Taryn. Tim and Taryn, are you guys prepared to ignite? We are. Yes, we are, John. Yes. (laughs) Tim and Taryn have built a niche site from the ground up and have used this success to encourage other families to break free of the nine to five. They want to see families living with intention and beyond the norm. Tim, Taryn, take a minute, fill in some gaps in that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal lives. Well, John, thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, I mean, our story is, you know, possibly different, possibly not so much. But, you know, we five years ago, if we just rewind, we were both in London, had really good jobs. You know, I was a project manager. Taryn was an occupational therapist. Things were going really well. Money wasn't the issue. But I think we got to that point where I think a lot of people get to where it was just like, there must be something more out there. You know, we were just discontented and weren't happy. So, and, and during that time, we actually had our daughter, our first kid, which was obviously an amazing experience. And I think that really prompted us to think, well, you know what, there must be more to life than and just this, this hamster wheel we seem to be on. So, dum, 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 we um, decided to pack up everything, gave up the jobs and bought a house in the English countryside where we now live when we're not traveling. Yeah. And I think once we'd moved, we we kind of hoped that we would find jobs of kind of similar income down here. But the reality is that the jobs weren't nearly as good as London. Mm. So our options were to get a lower paying job or for Tim to commute to London, which is a two hour commute, which we really didn't want. Or we could start an online business. So we chose the online business route. Um, and we're super grateful that we did because that business um, really enables our lifestyle. We are at home with our children. We homeschool our daughter um, and we hope to travel. We've traveled some, but we hope to travel more. Um, and we're really passionate now about helping other families to um, think beyond the norm of what, I guess, what society expects them to do. Now, I heard a rumor. I'm not even sure I'm supposed to say this out loud, but I will because that's what I do. <laughs> Costa Rica, what's the deal with that, guys? Well, yeah. I mean, this is really something we've been talking about for a while. And we're actually in the process of planning to kind of do a six-month travel stint. So um, at the moment, that is kind of a rumor. We, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I would give it 70% chance of happening. Oh, wow. Uh, That's high. I'm, I'm giving it at least 99. Oh, wow. I'm make it it's usually the other way around, Taryn. I like your attitude. Yeah. No, no, no. We're going to make it happen. Definitely. I'm well, let us be your inspiration. You know, Kate and I picked up from San Diego, which is heaven on earth, except uh, tax-wise, but it's heaven on earth every other way. <laughs> and we moved right. to Puerto Rico about uh, 40 days ago. And so far, Amazing. so good. Oh, awesome, man. Well, that's encouraging for us to hear. Yes. Great. It's, amazing. it's a great part of the country. And uh, we love the Caribbean and the weather down here. It's been cool. And the people are great. And I've actually spent a lot of time in Costa Rica and Guatemala. That's also just a really cool part of the world. And Wish you guys the best. Now, let's talk about revenue because you did say moving from London, you were a little just saying, hey, like, how are we going to match the same kind of lifestyles that we have and support our family, et cetera, while still doing things that we enjoy? How do you generate revenue in your current business today? How do you figure that out? 
Uh, interesting question. Well, firstly, it wasn't easy. I think a lot of people look at our lives now and they think, wow, you guys have made it and that's amazing. That What they don't see is like the four years and well, three or four years of really just groveling to make this thing work, right? So what we did is um, I was always kind of entrepreneurial, had a, you know, tried quite a few things. Taryn, not so much so at the time. No, not entrepreneurial at all. <laughs> Very academic. <laughs> yeah, so Ter- Taryn's the brains of us, actually. Yeah, she's got the brains. I kind of just figured things no, out. No, 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 wait. There's academic brains and then there's entrepreneurial brains. <laughs> I have the academics. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I'll, t- I'll take it. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, you know, I, I started looking at kind of looking at starting a niche site or whatever. And one of the things that kind of kind of came to the top of all the research was um, something called PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian, ovarian syndrome. And this is a condition that Taryn has. So, um, you know, and Taryn at the time was actually already doing a lot of research into the condition. And we, we just had a dis- it was a brief discussion. I remember just saying, hey, Maybe there's something in you. Maybe you could be a voice of encouragement to to women out there. So, um, you know, I set up the blog for Taryn. Obviously, again, she, she didn't really know what was happening. So, set the blog up and um, Taryn started writing really, really well right from the beginning. I, I was quite impressed with the writing. Why, thank you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, our audience really started from day one responding to what she was writing about. You know, I think they just felt like they were in a safe place with Taryn. Um, who shared the condition with them. And over time, what we saw was a natural progression of women saying, well, do you have any more information for us? Um, Which then led us to start a membership site, which was great. And that's really grown nicely over the last three years. So that's kind of like, I would say, mostly passive income that's grown, which is great. And then we've now delved into the world of online courses, which has made a huge difference for us. So yeah, that's where we are. Now, you did allude that there were some years of struggle in there, and that's kind of what I want to move into next because, listen, entrepreneurship isn't all rainbows and unicorns. I mean, we have the struggles as well. So talk to us about a time that you two struggled within your business. Share with us specifically what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. Well, I guess we have a couple because we've we've tried lots of different things. Some have worked and some haven't so much. <laughs> Um, so obviously PCOS diet support really worked. The one that didn't work was, and this was actually while we had PCOS running, at, we were doing this concurrently, but when Josh was born, I was very into reusable nappies or reusable diapers, as you would call them, class diapers. And um, we just thought this would be an amazing business. So we I, we did some research, but clearly not enough. Um, <laughs> and we decided to look at China and we imported loads of really cheap reusable nappies. Um so we spent, we got a credit card, we spent money on the credit card, we stocked up our utility room, which is where our washing machine is, and the la- I guess it's the laundry room. We stocked it up with all of these reusable nappies. We spent hours and hours and hours taking photos of these nappies, and Tim built out the website, and basically nothing happened. <laughs> the whole thing, the whole thing just crashed, really. Um, and I landed up flogging off these nappies at less than I'd bought them for. So we lost money on it. Um, we didn't really know the, the market at all. There was just far too much competition. And we had to outlay money on a physical product, obviously, which we hadn't had to do with PCOS diet support. It was all um, information-based, it was information, you know, content marketing. Um, so it, it just the whole business model didn't work for us. It was just far too much work. So lots of lessons learned there, I think. Well, that's kind of what I want to dive into next because what did you guys learn from that? I mean, you obviously found a problem that you thought you were solving. You thought you provided the solution to that. I mean, you did a lot of things, right? I mean, Tim built the website out. You had the product. What were some lessons you learned from that? I guess just to research the market. I mean, I was very new to using um, reusable nappies or um, class diapers myself. 
So I didn't really have a good experience of the market. Whereas when I think about PCOS and the success and part of the success of that is that I can really relate to my audience, obviously, because I have it. So I'm speaking from firsthand knowledge. So I think people can really relate to that where I didn't have that. I didn't have that knowledge. I think also the, you know, there's a big investment in actual marketing with, with kind of a physical based product in a way, you know, it it just required a different skill set at the time, which we probably just would, now we'd probably feel quite comfortable doing, but back then we didn't. And I think, yeah, but the other thing I think is that you've got to choose your battles, you know, that kind of um, business doesn't fit in with our lifestyle. It's not what we would want with our lifestyle. So I think we've also learned to be really intentional about the things that we go after and making sure that that fits in with our goals as a family and where we want to be as a family. Mm-hmm. One thing that I found that is truly the case that successful entrepreneurs do and unsuccessful entrepreneurs don't is successful entrepreneurs find mentors and specifically people who are where they want to be. So for you two, it would have been you finding somebody who not necessarily was selling the exact product, but that had sold a product of similar quantity, of similar price, and had actually known what went through that process and what that process was from beginning to end as far as with importing and getting it there and what the marketing was going to be and all this stuff. So many pitfalls would have been avoided. Mm. Like so many you know, shortcuts could have been found. I mean, you have to, Fire Nation, find a mentor and that mentors a person who is currently where you want to be, not just a successful business person. No, somebody who's where you want to be. So for Tim and Taryn, it would have been a successful entrepreneur who was rocking sales of a physical product at a high quantity at a low cost product. I mean, that would have been a perfect mentor for them. So you two have a lot of stories. Another one that I want to move into is an aha moment. So break down for Fire Nation, one of your greatest aha moments to date Take us there. Walk us through how you turned that idea into success. John, this is quite an interesting one, really. So um, our backs were really against the wall. You know, the business had, you know, obviously it's, it's at a great point now. But, you know, during the last few years, it's, it's been quite a struggle. You know, there were, there were times we were struggling to kind of, you know, stay alive and tread water financially. And one of the things that came up that took us by surprise was uh, we actually had a, a tax bill to pay for the business. And... Um, Again, we knew this was coming and next minute, you know, it, it was upon us and we were like, oh man, we have to do something. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, there's no choice. It was sink or swim. So we were like researching what we could do and then we came across kind of quite an on, like a, a well-known um, a tactic that a lot of internet marketers use, which is a product launch. Um, but that was kind of a new thing for us. So um, normally you would build out an online product launch leading into the sale of a product over a period of like, say, two months, give or take. We did it in two weeks <laughs> because we had this, this tax bill looming, right? So I remember it was crazy. I mean, we were working really hard and, um, you know, I was getting to bed at two in the morning. Taryn was waking up at like three in the morning and this went on for a few days. Anyway, to cut a long story short, we weren't sure if this was going to work. Um, we had our product ready, which was great, which was an online course. We felt really good about it. But, you know, when we pushed that button to go live, we weren't sure if we were going to, like, I don't know, pay for the next cup of coffee or if we were going to pay our tax bill. Um, and I'll never forget it, actually. It was four o'clock um, in the UK in, in, in the afternoon, and we, we pushed the button, and we went to go and pick up our two kids who were being looked after at that stage. And... Um, I think in in a matter of about 20 minutes in that journey, we had made like $1,200. Um, and so that, that was a good indication that, you know, wow, okay, this could be something in this. And by, by the end of that week, you know, from, from the Monday to the Friday, when we actually opened the doors, you know, to our product, um, we had done like $35,000 in that week, which did take care of our tax bill. And for us, it was really like, it blew us away because, you know, we put the hard work in, but we just weren't sure. And yeah, we were 
quite humbled by that experience. So there's a couple of things that I'm taking away here. Number one is Fire Nation, there are things that you want to do in your business because they're kind of fun and that's why you got into it because you're passionate about it. It's, it's exciting. And then there are things you have to do in your business. And one of those things is you need to know the numbers. You need to know how much you're going to owe in taxes. You need to know that you're making the right quarterly estimates. You need to have a CPA who's dotting the I's and crossing your T's because without that, you're going to find yourself in really uncomfortable predicaments. But guess what happens sometimes? And I'm not recommending this, but sometimes <laughs> when you find yourself in bad predicaments, you step up and the survival instinct jumps in and you say, wow. I need to get outside of my comfort zone and make things happen. And Fire Nation, you've heard me say this before. I'll say it again. All the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. So, uh, I mean, just get outside that comfort zone, make things happen. And, you know, we're not saying you're going to have a $35,000 launch like Tim and Taryn did, but we're going to say that good things are going to happen because that's what happens outside the comfort zone. So you too, let's break this down. What would you say your biggest weakness as entrepreneurs are? I think for me at this stage, it would be not outsourcing enough, right? Um, we hear that all the time, you know, outsource, take the burden off. And I think I'm one of those guys that like, I've got quite a big skill set of a variety of skill sets in terms of video and, you know, um, the web design and, and all of that kind of thing. But I think we're at the point now where we've had to let go of some of that stuff, you know, and that, that has been quite a, in a way, actually held us back, you know, because you actually end up burning more hours that aren't productive hours, you know. So yeah, that would be mine. I guess my biggest weakness is that I get into the detail a lot. Um, and Tim is a big picture kind of person. So he really balances me on that. He helps me give the big, get the bigger vision of where we're going and why we're doing stuff, where I kind of tend to hone in on the detail. What are your biggest strengths? And I guess following on from that, that would be our biggest strength, is that um, we are a couple, we complement each other. The skills that I have um, are good and the skills that Tim have are good and we somehow we balance each other. So so I don't think that I would by any means be able to do what we do without Tim. And I think he would probably say the same. Yeah. And I think just caution to the wind. I mean, this is something we actually speak about. We've, we've got a separate podcast where we try and encourage families, but um, something that comes up, you know, working together is not for everyone. Um, and it can actually do potentially put you in a stressful situation within your, you, you know, your partnership. But for us, you know, as Taryn said, we, we really have worked well and that's, that's really come to the light. It's, it's brought our marriage closer, but also we've really learned how to work well together. Yeah. And Tim's right. We did learn um, from his project management background. I think in the beginning he <laughs> felt it was quite important to project manage me, which I don't take very kindly to. <laughs> so <laughs> it's taken a while to, to iron that out. But after four years, I think that we are a good, we are a good team. Have you two heard of Sally Hogshead? No. Okay, so Sally Hogshead has a great website called How to Fascinate, and she's written a book called Fascinate, and she has a great test called the Fascination Advantage Test, and it's actually a great test for any couple, or really just anybody that's working together should take with your significant other, or with your workmate, whatever it might be, because you really learn there's 37 or 39 different archetypes, and it breaks down what your archetype is, which has your strengths and your weaknesses, as, as well as your partner's strengths, weaknesses, and their archetype, and then you can really start playing off of those because that is key. So check it out, Fire Nation, if you haven't yet, howtofascinate.com. I actually still think the promo code FIRE will get you that uh, test for free. I think she's keeping Very it up cool. there for us. Yeah, she's a great past guest. Now, you two, what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? 
Tim and I have started podcasting ourselves in the last two or three months, I guess. Um, at fa- <laughs> It's great. It's very um, interesting. It's very different. It's the best thing in the world. Let's just be honest. <laughs> it is cool. I have to say that it's much cooler doing it with Tim because I did try and do a podcast for PCOS Diet Support on my own. And um, I just really struggled to talk for that length of time on my own. But doing it with Tim has been amazing. And we um podcasting about family without limits, really just encouraging other families to think beyond the norm, as we said, and, and to really go go for their dreams, live intentionally with their families. And um, it's just been very cool to get, we get loads of feedback from people, just how I think there's just so many other families who are mm. wanting this kind of lifestyle, but aren't really sure how to get started. So um, the feedback that we're getting is very cool. And what's the name of the podcast again? Um, yeah, if you just search for Family Without Limits, and that's limits with an S on the end, you should find us. Family Without Limits. Check them out, Fire Nation, and you're going to be checking out the lightning round in a couple of seconds here, so don't you go anywhere, Fire Nation. You too, Tim and Taryn. We're going to take a quick minute to <laughs> thank our sponsors. Building and launching your website is an exciting time. What you're creating is a home base for your business where people are going to go to find out more about you and what you have to offer. This is big fire nation. But it's the small things like the layout, the color, and the right template that can sometimes hold us back from doing the very thing we want to do. Just start. That's why I love hearing about platforms like Squarespace. Squarespace offers so much under one single roof, including award-winning design templates, customizable settings, and commerce tools. So whether it's creating a landing page, a professional blog, or an entire online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Plus, Squarespace is trusted by hundreds of thousands of savvy shop owners around the world. Why? Because it includes all the tools you need to track inventory, process orders, and send custom emails with a single click. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code FIRE to get 10% off your first purchase. Growing your business has everything to do with knowing exactly whom you're serving, but a lot of businesses don't put in the time to break down the barrier between them and their customers. Qualaroo gives you the power to do just that. Start engaging with your customers in real time, collect valuable insights, and increase conversions. With Qualaroo's real-time surveys, you can ask your customers for feedback at the ideal moment. They know what they want. Sometimes you just need to ask. It also integrates with a dozen tools that you use every day like Salesforce and Optimizely, plus at companies like Uber, eBay, Spotify, Zillow, and many more, they all rely on Qualaroo to understand and better serve their audience. With class-leading targeting and segmentation ability, it's easy to ask the right users the right questions at the right time. Join the industry leaders and take the guesswork out of your growth strategy. Visit Qualaroo.com and you'll get your first two weeks of service for free when you sign up. That's Q-U-A-L-A-R-O-O.com. Tim, Taryn, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? We are. We're ready to go. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Good question. I mean, I think for me, John, that was definitely confidence and self-doubt. Um, it sounds like an, not an obvious thing, but if I look back, that was something that really held me back for, for so long in my life. Um, I'm pleased to say that that's behind me. But yeah, that was something that, you know, years of small failures as an entrepreneur, kind of tapping you on the shoulder saying, oh, you're going to try another thing. It might not work. You know, if I listened to those voices, we wouldn't be where we are today. So it, it really is just, you know, just having that confidence that, you know, you can make this happen. What's the best advice you've ever received? I think the best advice is to, when you are stuck in your business, to just pivot, to keep going, to keep pushing. Don't, don't let small obstacles get in your way. When things aren't working, change it up, but keep going, whatever you do. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? The biggest thing is that we wake up early and we have a miracle morning, which is 
coined, a term coined by um, Hal Alrod. Um, but yes, we get up early. We have some time for personal development. For me, I actually have some time to think when the children are fast asleep. Um, and that's really important to get me focused on my day and the things that need to get done. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? John, for me, it's probably slightly technical, but not too scary. Um, I, I don't know, Zapier, if, if people have heard about Zapier, it's a really cool, I mean, something that's actually changed our business in terms of automation, you know. So what Zapier does in a nutshell, for those of you that don't know, is, you know, it integrates with a whole bunch of different software. So Dropbox, Stripe, if you're taking payments through Stripe or PayPal. And basically, you can configure numerous different like automation tasks through Zapier. And for us, you know, that's really taking care of things such as like escalating tickets, um, support queries, all these kind of things. It's, it's really given us our business. It's taken us slightly closer to that lifestyle business, you know, that we really wanted. So that for me would be something worth definitely checking out. If you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? Well, I've already spoken about it, but The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. We just found it really transformational for ourselves personally and just um, really helps us to stay on target with what we want for our business. Yeah, Hal is incredible. Past guest of EO Fire multiple times, close friends, um, just a guy that's inspiring from A to Z, literally. Now, you two, this is the last question, but it is a doozy. So picture waking up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one, I guess, except each other, since you'll both be there. Uh, you still have all the experience <laughs> and knowledge you this. currently have, your food and shelters taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? John, this is an interesting question. We, we spoke a little bit about this and, you know, we're thinking about what we would do. And to be honest, I think we would spend some of that money um, traveling um, and just getting, you know, just meeting families, um, young families, maybe just connecting with them, hoping just to, to be a bit of an, you know, just to collaborate together kind of in, in some kind of way. And then we, we would really just take the, the rest of that money and invest in other people who want to start businesses. You know, we could um, help them set that up from my experience or just seeing where we could, could lend uh, a helping hand. Tim, Taryn, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you guys, and then we'll say goodbye. John, thanks. Yeah, I mean, the best way to get hold of us would be familywithoutlimits.com. And, um, or you could visit timpolton.com where I've actually listed a few of the projects we've, we're working on at the moment. Oh, cool. And yeah, um, a parting bit of advice. I think our parting advice would be wherever you are, just keep pushing, keep going for it, keep pivoting, keep making changes, but don't give up just before we are, whenever we feel like we want to give up, that's when we need to get out of our comfort zones and really push through. And that's when you see the growth personally and in your business. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with TT and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And just head over to eofire.com. You can type either Tim or Taryn, that's T-A-R-R-Y-N, in the search bar. Their show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. We're talking best show notes in the biz, Fire Nation, timestamps, links to all of their stuff. It'll be there, period. And if you're saying, wow, Tim and Taryn sound really good audio-wise, it's because Tim is a podcasting pro and podcasting editor, so you can find out more about that at his site as well. You two, I want to say thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today for that we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so Thanks, much. Thanks, John. It's been real. 
And Fire Nation, I hope you enjoyed the chat with Tim and Taryn today. Great people all around. And if you've ever considered hosting your own podcast, I have a free podcasting course for you that's going to guide you every single step of the way, Fire Nation, from launch to growth to monetization. It's freepodcastcourse.com. And I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Building and launching your website is big. This is where people are going to go to find out more about you and what you have to offer. So don't let the small stuff hold you back from sharing your big ideas. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code FIRE to get 10% off your first purchase.